This is Angela Hauser with your Disclosure News Online nightly newscap, designed for those who want an audio roundup and recap of the highlighted stories of the past 24 hours. The weekend has arrived, which means nothing to us in the news biz, as everything goes on like any other day, and there's no rest whatsoever. Especially when you're fighting the evil that we are, especially lately. But we've got news for you all the same. So here's your newscap for the evening of Friday, January 30th, 2015. We began our news day on a sad note with a story out of Lawrence County, where yesterday there was a fatal traffic crash that took the life of a Washington, Indiana woman. Illinois State Police worked the wreck, which occurred Thursday, January 29th, 2015, at 1.30 p.m. on U.S. 50 in Lawrence County, three-tenths of a mile east of Illinois Route 1, near the Kelly's Lake exit on the edge of Lawrenceville, for those who are familiar with the area. ISP said that Amber M. Tedrow, 21, of Washington, Indiana, was driving a blue 2011 PT Cruiser eastbound on 50 at that time, when for unknown reasons a westbound yellow 2005 Dodge 2500 van, being driven by Shane L. Sexton, 36, of Wheeler, Michigan, entered into the eastbound lane of travel. The two vehicles collided head-on. Tedra was pronounced deceased at the scene by the Lawrence County Coroner's Office, this at 1.31 p.m. She was reported by ISP as not wearing a seatbelt. Sexton was transported by Aerieback to an area hospital. We don't have a report, didn't have a report this morning on the extent of his injuries, but both Tedrow and Sexton had to be extricated from their vehicles. An addendum to the ISP report clarified. It also added that Sexton was being cited for failure to reduce speed to avoid a crash and improper lane usage. Traffic was closed on 50 for a number of hours following the collision. We see a lot of this crossing the center line into the oncoming traffic, uh, the oncoming lane of traffic in our travels around the area. It usually involves someone looking at their cell phone or other device. Many a time, we have literally pulled off the road when we see that crap going on. That's not to say that's what happened in this case, but I am telling you, the last three or four accidents we've reported on here, it's been... For reasons unknown, the vehicle crossed the center line into the oncoming traffic lane. Use your brains, people. Miss Tedrow left an infant behind in her death. There is a family devastated. Cell phone use may not have been the cause in this one, but it has been in others. Just don't do it. Put your cell phone down when you're driving. A few hours after we posted the accident report, we were advised by our sources in the area that there had been an explosion and fire at the casino boat in Metropolis, down in Massac County. Metropolis Fire Department had been toned out, according to Southern Illinois Fire Incidents' Facebook page, as well as our Saline County sources who happened to have their ear to the ground in Massac County happenings. And guess what? Nothing. Nothing! There's been nothing to report out of that since about 1.30 today when we first brought it to you. It's like it never happened, which is what these casino boats want. They want vague, brief reports, if any reports at all, about anything adverse that happens at their facilities. Because they bring in oodles of money, you know. They're like prisons. You know that in the late 90s there was a group formed to bring prisons to Southern Illinois. You know that, right? Scary Jerry Reppert, who sort of owns newspapers downstate, was part of a big board to cite prisons in downstate, and that, that's now why we're plagued with growing gang problems and the like down here. 
because of places like Big Muddy in Vienna, where people from upstate are placed, and then their families move down here and take up all the housing and food stamps, waiting for their loved one to be released on that little four-year gang violence in the burb sentence. And in the interim, they take up their trash ways, including all the gang banging. And then guess what we have in downstate Illinois? We don't just have prisons and prisoners. We have all their trash punk kids and brothers and uncles bringing their lifestyle with them. Next time you drive in the vicinity of 17th Street in Mount Vernon, you check it out and see if I'm not right. They're turning the hills and hollers into trash central. And you wonder why we have imbeciles in this county of Selene, like Arnolfo Fonseca and Xavier spelled wrong Gibbs. We're all just sitting back and saying, oh, thank you, God, for the jobs. I tell you what, get out of your CO uniforms. That'd be ADs, actually, adult babysitters. And get a farm. Don't take subsidies. Work. Do something useful. Don't count on the government. And then maybe ultimately the trash might go away when no one's willing to do the work here and no one's willing to re relocate here from upstate because there's nothing to do down here. There's plenty to do. You just have to do it. Rent over. And then the big story for the afternoon originated out of White County but came this time out of the state Supreme Court who has issued notification that they will not hear. Danny K. Costin's appeal. Costin, 39, the convicted murderer, formerly of the Centerville area of White County outside of Carmi, and now firmly ensconced in Stateville Correctional in Crest Hill, Illinois, is going to stay locked up, at least until perhaps action on another appeal, as the Supreme Court has formally issued a letter stating that they have denied Costin's petition for leave to appeal. After the appellate court ruled last year that they would not grant an appeal for Costin, convicted of murdering two White Countyans, Jacob Wheeler and Jessica Evans, in late August 2012, his defense attorney took the appeal on up the ladder to the Supremes. Today, White County State's attorney Denton Odd received a letter from the Supremes which stated that there would be no hearing of Costin's case in their court and that the appellate court's ruling stands. The double murder shocked and enraged the communities of Carmine, Norris City, and Centerville, and the repercussions echo throughout the region to this day for both families of the murdered young people as well as for Costin's family, as Costin had no criminal background at age 36 and the father of two at the time, and had never displayed the type of violence often ascribed to heinous shootings and attempts to cover up the crime, which he successfully did, at least for a few days. There's been no indication from the Costin defense team as to whether any further appeals might be filed. John Rogers of the Rosenblum Law Office in St. Louis represented Costin on the first round of appeals. Costin was sentenced to a 53-year DOC stint, which puts him in prison until 2063 if he lives that long. And since I'm on a roll tonight with the rants, I'd like to add Danny or someone in your circle if they're listening. man. You need to unload. We don't think you acted alone out there. You're a little guy. There's no possible way you could have lifted Jake Wheeler, who is much bigger than you, after he was shot out of that ditch on that country road 
and put him in the back of your truck so you could drive off and bury him at South Pond Creek. Sorry, we don't buy it. And a lot of other people don't, too. So come off it. You can tell us. Write to us and let us know, man. There are a lot of people who just want the truth. And that's it for this week. I'll be back Monday, Lord willing, and Winterstorm Linus doesn't smack us too hard this weekend. Who the hell? I mean, I'm really, I've been trying to clean up my language, but really, who the hell started naming winter storms? Can we just say we're going to have snow and cold temperatures? Anyway, we won't be watching the Super Bowl come Sunday because, come on, people, bread and circuses. I believe Mr. Orwell said it best about the proles. So long as they continued to work and breed, their other activities were without importance. Left to themselves, like cattle turned loose upon the plains of Argentina, they had reverted to a style of life that appeared to be natural to them, a sort of ancestral pattern. Heavy physical work, the care of home and children, petty quarrels with neighbors, films, football beer, and above all, gambling, filled up the horizon of their minds. To keep them in control was not difficult. End quote. Don't do it, peeps. Get involved in something real. Fight the lies. Tell the truth. It's good for you. This has been Angela Hauser with your January 30th Disclosure News Online Nightly Newscast.